We're answering your questions on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked On Dynasty is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security. With Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe, 24/7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/slash Locked on NFL to learn more. Welcome to Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm swell. How about you? How's things going? Things are good. The The fantasy regular season is over, Matt. Did yeah, you make how the, about it? Did, did you make the playoffs? I did well. Uh, there's two teams that were total tank jobs, you know, okay. constructive rebuild, whatever, you know, whatever. Oh, and come on. I, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, I should know this, right? Productive uh, struggle, struggle, Matt. Yes, Productive yes, struggle. Yes. A little on. rusty. Um, and I accomplished that. I built a good young team without winning any games, so that was great. Um, nice. And then I got a couple ones I think I got a real shot at. So I'm only in seven or eight. You, I know you're in a lot more. How? What's your success rate so far? Yeah, I am in, in way too many. I uh, actually had, uh, I think we talked a, a week or two ago that uh, some of my leagues were actually already starting the playoffs. So I've I've already made the playoffs and lost in at least one of those leagues. Uh, but I've advanced in some others and, and made some other, uh, made the playoffs in some other uh, traditional leagues. I missed out on the playoffs in my home league. That was, ah, that hurts. yeah, that one stings for sure. Uh, disappointed in that, but uh, yeah, I'll have to check my percentages, but certainly was able to to make it in most of those, which is good news. We'll we'll see what happens in the next uh, the next three or four weeks. Now, uh, it's you know it's the second season, and this is this is right, when it really right, counts. Right. No doubt, Matt. Just like we did last week on Tuesday, we're going to answer some listener questions this week. I thought that went well. Um, we always like doing that, able to cover a lot of different topics, and we've got some good ones today. Let's start. I, I, I want to start here with this 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 question about the quarterback position, and you mm-hmm. know this could maybe end up being our whole episode. Who knows? Because <laughs> there's there's a lot to think about here. This question comes from uh, at Earn one nine six seven seven, and he says, "What about the twenty twenty three quarterback landscape? Are there enough quality starters for twenty twenty three? It seems that there aren't. Hmm. If not, who is the buy?" based on them being priced as a non-starter. I think that is a, uh, a great question. Yeah. And as I that said, that could be a whole episode, as I said, so much to cover. These are topics that we, uh, that we get into certainly during the off season, but, uh, you know, for a lot of dynasty managers, a lot of dynasty teams, it already is the off season there. They did not make the playoffs. They're ready to look ahead to 2023 uh, and you know, when it comes to the quarterback position, it is, uh, it, it's a little crazy here because there's so many unanswered questions. Um, so I've, I've put these teams into some different categories, Matt. I want to see if you agree with me here. Okay. I've got, uh, let's see. I've got 14 teams that are, are basically sewn up. We know their quarterback for the short term, 2023. That includes 
Arizona. You can you can just kind of check off in your head. Or yeah, I'll say stop, no if I disagree. Yeah, stop me if you disagree. Arizona, Kyler Murray signed through 2028. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Josh Allen signed sure. through 2028. Uh, Chicago, Fields still on that rookie deal through 24. Cincinnati, Burrow on his rookie deal through 23. Both of those guys are going to get massive contracts very soon. Uh, I put Cleveland on the list, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, yeah. certainly not Quite based the investment. on yeah. yeah, certainly not based on his level of play, but based on his his paycheck and the investment that they have made. Uh, Dallas, Dak Prescott, uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes, Herbert, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Kenny Pickett. You told me he was safe yeah, for twenty twenty three. You agree with all those, I assume? Yeah, I can't remember if you said Lamar or not. I've I've not said Lamar. I've, okay. I've got a cu- couple others I haven't mentioned. Okay. Russell Russell Wilson in Denver. You're saying he is a lock or not? I'm saying he is a lock. Yeah. I mean that might be a Wilson and next year's Desmond Ritter Matt Corral situation. Okay. You know, I mean like I think he's the opening day starter and he's not going anywhere. Again, the commitment they made to him, not only yeah. the the trade and, and how much draft capital they gave up for him, but uh, they, they gave him a massive contract extension that hasn't even kicked in yet, isn't even close to kicking in, honestly. So I just find it hard, uh, even if they wanted to get out of that deal, I, f- I find it hard to see how they could. The other one that I haven't mentioned, last one, is Mac Jones in New England. Think he's still a lock? No, but close. Okay. I mean, that's probably the category I'd put him in, but his leash is probably a little short. That's 14 teams. That leaves okay. um, That leaves another, uh, looks like 11, as teams that, I wouldn't say they're locks, but they, they have a path to a starter, right? Uh, okay. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, obviously he is right. going to be an unrestricted free agent. I'm still assuming they get a deal done and, and Lamar stays in Baltimore. Uh, Even if, if it's not, a franchise. Right. I if mean, not, it's going to be a franchise tag. Yeah. I don't think he leaves. And some of these guys I have a feeling will fit this category. Like I, I know we haven't brought, I don't mean to like ruin this, but like Derek Carr, right. he might not be the Raiders starter, but he's going to be a starter. Sure. Sure. Um, Detroit, Jared Goff signed through 2024. Um, you know, we I think heard, he opens opens the season as a starter. Yeah, and we heard reports this uh, this past weekend that everybody else seems to be trying to find the next Lions starter at, at quarterback, but the, the team is pretty happy with what they have going. And when you consider how Goff has played this year, mm-hmm. when you consider what the other options are, and maybe there's not that many, uh, it looks like a pretty good move to stick with him. Uh, these two guys kind the of the only wrench assembly. is if they draft someone in the first or second round, which wouldn't be a terrible idea with the extra Rams pick, right? But I think he's the opening day starter. These two teams in similar spots: veteran quarterbacks signed through twenty twenty six, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. the Rams, Matt Stafford. Maybe, maybe I should have included them as locks in that if they don't retire, they're going to be there. I think Stafford has a very good chance of retiring. Yeah, I do as well. Okay. Uh, we already talked about Derek Carr. He signed through 2025. Carr and Cousins both signed through 2025. Every offseason we hear reports that they could get cut, they could get traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't but they'll know. end up as a Colt starter or Jet starter or something. They'll end up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Trey Lance in San Francisco, that's probably very close to a lock, I would say. I think so. Uh, Daniel Jones, an unrestricted free agent. Geno Smith, an unrestricted free agent. Tom Brady, an unrestricted free agent as well. So that's the Giants. Seattle and Tampa Bay, we're not sure about. Mm-hmm. And then Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill signed on for a couple more years. They also drafted Malik Willis. Uh, I'm guessing, I'm guessing Tannehill is somewhere else in 2023. But okay, we'll see. So those those are uh, 11 teams that we can't say confidently that we know their starter, but we feel we feel pretty sure. At least again, they they have a path. Matt, there's seven teams that I just have no idea. Atlanta. We're going to see Desmond Ritter make That's his debut. Some, some data we can gather in the next month. Right. Um, we'll see We'll see Ritter make his debut next week or this coming week after their bye. Uh, and, and we assume it's going to be Ritter's job the rest of the way. Marcus Mariota placed on the injured reserve list. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with, with Ritter. Mm-hmm. But as of now, no, no idea. No uh, idea Carolina, right. Houston, no idea. Indianapolis, New Orleans – the Jets, and Washington. I'm with you on all those. It's too early to say this, but I would say if I was betting on who on any of those that are a lot, or as close to a lock as possible, would be Houston to take uh, the Bama quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at names, because we have we have seven teams that are wide open, we have 11 other teams that, potentially could be open and this goes back to Ern's question of one of these players that we're not necessarily looking at as a starter is probably going to be a starter so you've got Mm -hmm. uh, the three rookies that are consistently uh, being mocked as first round picks Bryce Young CJ Stroud and Will Levis all three of those showing up in the first round of course Young and Stroud look like they will be very early picks Uh, you you know, maybe maybe it mm-hmm. is young to uh, to the Texans, but they don't lot... know if they'll start opening day. It could be like a Trubisky to Pickett situation, but they're going to be considered the starter, right? All of these players are free agents, so let's try to pick out one or two from this group that we mm-hmm. would like to target, with the idea that they're not being valued that way right now, but they end up being a starter in the NFL. Um, and we're and we're actually going to do that right after this break. All right, but let me tell you about BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, as well as analysis. Uh, get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball to World Cup. Uh, they've got it all at BetOnline.net, and I use it all the time. And if you love sports podcasts, which you probably do, can you, you can find those as well at BetOnline. Uh, They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your bet fix in. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. 
right, Matt, back to Ern's question here. He is asking about the 2023 landscape. We've identified 14 teams that were very confident in their 2023 starter. Most of those pretty obvious. Uh, Mac Jones, Russell He's Wilson, those are the guys yeah. kind of at the bottom of that list. Uh, 11 teams that we're not sure. So maybe their quarterback is a free agent. Maybe they're maybe they're potentially looking for an upgrade. Uh, but they at least have some options when it comes to their uh, starting quarterback in 2023 and seven teams who are just wide open. Their starter almost certainly is not on their roster. Yeah. These players are free agents, unrestricted free agents following the season. Baker Mayfield uh, played well in his Rams debut, led that led, uh, led them to that comeback victory. Can he play well enough that he gets another shot somewhere else? I think he can play well enough to get the Trubisky tr- deal. Like you in a draft pick. And that doesn't even mean the first rounder. It could be the Mariota Ritter deal, you know, like, or mm-hmm. the Winston move. Like I lumped Trubisky, Winston, and Mariota together a lot this offseason. Early picks, track record, but warts. I, yeah. I think he's in that mold. Sam Darnold. Same. With a chance to. Both of them have the chance to not change my opinion, but to increase their stock at least. I mean, they're not sitting on the bench. I think of all the names, we'll say this one is the most likely to be a starter. But injuries, again, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going to say yes. I mean, if I'm the Jets or the Colts, I would be in a lot better shape with him than what I've been dealing with. Jacoby Brissett. I'm a big fan. I'm glad you brought him up. I have him written down here to cross-check you to make sure you got him out there. I thought he had an excellent season. I don't know that someone says, hey, Jacoby, we want to sign you to be the starter. But we are playing Dynasty here, and I bet he starts a lot more games before he retires. Andy Dalton. I'm going to go no. Actually, we'll lump we'll lump Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston together. Uh, Winston, not a free agent. Dalton is. Yeah, I think the Saints don't have a lot of resources. I mean, I think Winston has a chance kind of by default to be their starter. And and I nearly included the Saints in that in that group of 11 that they have a path mm-hmm. to a starter, but they've been so hesitant to go back it. to Winston that it, it it's yeah, it's throwing me off. I'm with you Winston no, Dalton uh, or Winston yes, Dalton no. There's been uh, no news coming off the bye of a change either. Like this seems like the time to do it. Yeah, no, they, they, they actually announced uh, that Dalton is starting this, this coming week. What so they're, they're sticking with him. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, two Jets, Joe Flacco, Mike White, both UFAs. Uh, they wish Zach Wilson mm. was a UFA. He's not. They're, they've got Wilson for another year or two, at least maybe. Uh, but they're losing the two guys who have played the best under center for them this year. I think Flacco's a no and maybe not even in the league anymore. And I guess we could probably lump Matt Ryan in that category at this point too. Um, mm. who, who's got a better? Who starts more games in 2023, Mike White or Zach Wilson, for wherever team they're on? Mike White, right? I, I, I think guess. it's Mike White. He's playing well enough. I mean, he could I, have a Dalton career. I mean, I, I just want no part of Zach Wilson right. when it comes to dynasty. Um, I'm in, I'm in a salary cap league and, 
a hundred dollar cap, Zach Wilson was going to cost me $3 for the next three years. And I had a window where I could drop him and I did it super flex league. I didn't care. He's gone. Get him off my roster. That's kind of (laughs) how, how I felt about it. Um, we mentioned some confidence in Garoppolo, even with the injury. I I like the chances for these last couple of guys, Taylor Heineke. My bad. Same as his teammate. I assume you're going to bring up here. Uh, I actually was not going to bring him up, but I was, I was going to bring up Gardner Minshew, who is an unrestricted not free bad. agent. Not bad. A little, a little out fan. of sight, out of mind for Gardner That's Minshew. Um, has certainly not played or maybe maybe got some garbage time stats this year, but um, playing behind an MVP candidate, we haven't seen anything from Gardner Minshew. Eagles mm-hmm. fans and fantasy players hope we don't see anything from him other than maybe a Week 18 uh, a week eighteen courtesy start. I I think Minshew could have had could do exactly what Heineke did this year. Like I think they're very similar, and that both will end up having like Ryan Fitzpatrick careers. Like if you had a deep super flex league and you owned Ryan Fitzpatrick for a dozen years, you used them. Yeah. Uh, last one, a little bit of a wild card here, Jordan Love. Ah, I thought you'd skip him. I have him written down here. I was going to check your paper. Oh, I can't believe Rodgers and Love will both be back next year. I just can't right. believe that. I mean, right. if they could trade Jordan Love to Atlanta for a third-round pick, I think that's the most likely type of scenario. Well, the op- the option is due. That's the uh, right, that's right, the right. real timeline. Is they've got to make a decision: Are they going to give this guy probably twenty something million a year to be their backup? Um, yeah, that, that's going to be obviously a very tough decision already in a, in a bad spot with the salary cap. So of all those that's names sticky, we mentioned, yeah. who, who are you shopping for? You're, you're Brissette. in that suit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I think there's a misconception that he's just a lifetime backup and I think I like him better than that. <sighs> Am I, I crazy? Think Minshew's, in- Minshew's my guy. That's a good one. I mean, he won't cost you much. That's a great one to have on your bench. Um, you didn't mention my boy, Mitchie, the kid, Trubisky, he was in there this weekend. I don't know if he gets moved. He's probably just sitting here as the backup. I still can't quit Winston. I'm a big believer. I wish they were. And I hesitate to say this because I'm going to get laughed at in two weeks, but I'm a little intrigued with Sam Darnold. Mm, well, yeah, you <laughs> might, you might get laughed at. I mean, I we, mean for, you the, know. for his cost right now. I mean, I'm not giving you a future first for him. We we've seen the story before Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, they are, and maybe Andy Dar- uh, Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz. Those those players that we've seen fail over and over, they're going to be very cheap in super flex leagues yeah. and very cheap for a reason. But, but guys like that start. Yeah, they're they're kind year. of the best of they're best of they're the best of uh, what's left or at least close to the best. Um, you said Brissett. I say Gardner Minshew. I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo obviously makes a lot of sense and, and probably is not even in the same category as as those yeah. other players. Is it good or bad to have four or five of these guys on your roster? Because <sighs> you can only play them when you can play them. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you if, if you have deep enough rosters, I think it's good because yeah. – you know, we've seen a lot of these guys that we've named here start games this year and, and gain some value. And you had a chance to flip them for a second round pick. Uh, but, oh, you know, to right. to dedicate 
you know, if you've got three or four of these guys and then you have hopefully uh, some some Somebody more reliable, right, yeah, right. some some good players, um, you know, now you're dedicating seven or eight or nine roster spots to the quarterback position. And even in a super flex league, I, I don't think that's a good strategy. Yeah, I hear you. Matt, when we come back, we'll get to a couple other questions. I knew we'd spend some time talking about that one. Good question from Ern. Thank you for that. We'll be right back with some more. Folks, I've told you about prize picks a lot. And two things I really like about it is that you're not doing battle against against a bunch of other people that just might get lucky. It's just kind of you versus, you know, their prize picks, the prize picks projection. And it's hard in football. I know more than the average bear about football, but it's hard to outsmart the masses in the NFL, of course. But if by chance you're a disc golf or cricket expert, something like that, I think you would clean up at prize picks because they have it all to pick from. I mean, they have NFL, NBA, PGA, college football, all those things, of course. Women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, like I said, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket. If you're an expert at those, you're going to do well. Um, like I said, you pick two to five players, and they go score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to ten times your money. You know, no competing against other people, just you versus the projections. Um, like I said, they have every sport you can imagine. Uh, you, you can make entries in 60 seconds or less, and that's even being kind. I mean, that's it's like 10 seconds at times. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational right now in 30 states as well as Canada. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. So first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with our promo code Locked On. So if you deposit 100 you get 100 If you deposit 25 you get 25 uh, don't forget to enter our promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Matt, we've answered one question so far. Let's get to some others really <laughs> quickly here. Uh, next one comes from uh, Ryan. It's at Rhino Twitch on Twitter. Should I hang on to Derek Henry? I'm worried about the inev- inevitable drop off. Not sure if he's got another solid season in him or not. Uh, I have Barkley, Herbert, Penny on the roster as well. Matt, uh, before we get to his specific roster, let's talk about Derrick Henry. You know, we've we've been spoiled by this guy that every time it, it whenever it gets cold, you know, that's kind of been the trend or the narrative around Derrick Henry that he tears it up in December. It hasn't really gone that way. He had a, had a better game on Sunday uh, than he did the previous week, but. Uh, hasn't hasn't looked like that same dominant back that we uh, have been used to the past few years. Mm-hmm. No, I hundred percent agree. He was a massive, massive sell for me an off season ago, and I really thought the Titans were going to plummet because old quarterback, old running mm-hmm. back, don't love the line. No uh, AJ Brown, questionable weapons. And it was better than that. So I, I'll say I was wrong, but I'm still. If he's on my roster, he's got to go. Yeah, I mean, I get that, and and he has yeah. slowed down. The offensive line you, you mentioned was uh, not a good one, and uh, on top of that, has uh, has had some serious injuries this year. So, you know, that all has to factor in. Uh, I mean, really, no threat of a passing game. Everybody knows what's coming in that offense, and um, that that doesn't help Henry's numbers either. So, I mean, my my biggest concern with 
with selling Henry is it's the wrong time to do so. You know, we yeah, always yeah. talk about it. You want to you want to sell those players in season, uh, not just you know, not just uh, in the in the end of the season here, but really in the heart of the season or early in the year. Um, so in in general, I would say to hang on to Derrick Henry. You look at Ryan's roster here: Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry. And then he mentions a couple of backups, Herbert and Rashad Penny. Penny's going to be a free agent. Uh, we'll see if he's, you know, if he even gets a, a job or lands in a good spot. But I'm hanging uh, on the, to Herbert. From the looks of those running backs, I, you know, I'm not sure Ryan's ready to contend based on that alone. Mm-hmm. So that does make me even more uh, motivated to move on from Derrick Henry. I mean, if you can get that late first, if you can get uh, a second and a and a young player you like, those are the types of deals to start looking for. But I don't know if you're going to get as much as uh, as you might have six weeks ago. Good point. Timing's bad. Yeah, I'd be looking for a young receiver. You know, something along those lines. Pivot a little bit. We got a couple of questions about. Uh, the upcoming rookie class and rookie drafts. I love that it's time to start talking about this. And, and for a lot of people, it's, it's past time to start talking about this. They're, they're already looking ahead to that 2023 rookie draft. And uh, I'm, I'm just starting to do that. And, and we've talked about it a little bit on here as well, Matt, that um, I used to be head over heels into, into Debbie and yeah, college I football on and, you for that. Yeah, I've, I've kind of backed off a little bit. I've changed my focus, so I'm in the same spot as uh, probably as you, Matt, and mm-hmm. and a lot of our listeners. That it's it's time to cram and and do my homework on this class, and and we're going to have time for that, which is good news. Oh, we uh, but, hit hard, yeah, yeah, we did get a couple questions. I wanted to at least mention uh, one from David. Uh, David said, "Who in your eyes are the top five wide receivers in this draft class for Dynasty, and why?" Uh, and I will mention, I'll, I'll, I'll cheat a little bit here because I, I recently hosted a 2023 Superflex rookie mock draft with some guys from Dynasty League Football and a group of writers and, and content creators from uh, Campus to Canton. Great website, check that out yeah. if you haven't already. Um, but we did a we did a two round Superflex mock draft, so I'm going to share the top five wide receivers that were drafted there. Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. He was the first wide receiver drafted really? five overall. Okay. Uh, Jordan Addison was second. He was seven. And Quentin Johnst- uh, Johnston was third. The, the kid from TCU had a really big year. Uh, I think those three are, to me, the pretty clear top three. And I think you can argue the order. Um, it seems like a lot of people like uh, Jordan Addison. I know our, our old friend Ray Garvin, I, I saw him recently mention Jordan Addison from USC as his wide receiver one. I, I think I probably would agree with Ray on that one right now. But again, have a, I've, I've got a lot of work to do on this class. Yeah, so I yeah, think I'm those good. three, Smith and Jigba, Addison and Johnston, are the top three. Josh Downs is the, uh, he was the 2.01 in this mm-hmm. mock uh, from North Carolina. He's the fourth, and and I think right now this will certainly change. But right now he's he's probably in a tier all of his own, at least for me. Uh, then you drop all the way down to the end, uh, towards the end of the second round. Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee uh, won the Bolitnikoff Award, had just a huge year 
for the volunteers. He was the fifth uh, receiver drafted. So those are the top five, Smith and Jigba, Addison, Johnston, Josh Downs, and Jalen Hyatt. Any thoughts on any of those guys, Matt? Yeah, a little bit. It, it shocks me a great deal that Hyatt would have lasted that long. Not that yeah. he's number five, but I thought he'd be like a top 12, top 15 overall pick, not 24. Yeah, he uh, he was actually 2.09, so uh, not not quite 24, but close to it. Um, yeah, and I agree. Drop, drop further than expected, uh, at least uh, my expectations. Uh, I also one other... think it's safe to say there's no Jamar Chase, and this class does not look as strong as recent. You know, it, it is looking like that. We, uh, Of course, we got the announcement uh, last week, I guess, that Keishon Butte, the LSU mm-hmm. wide receiver, was going back to school. He was expected to be in that mix, not only as one of the top receivers, but uh, certainly a first-round dynasty rookie pick. So that's, you know, that's one guy you lose from that group. And some of these guys were still waiting on official decisions. But yeah, for, for the really the years that that many have spent chasing these picks in this 2023 class, it's not looking as strong as, as maybe mm-hmm. we thought it was. Of course, B. John Robinson still at the top. Um, Quarterbacks aren't quite as strong, but I was really focused on receivers. It's not right. a typical receiver year. Yeah, it's not. Uh, one other question from Johnny. Who are your top targets in the second and third rounds of rookie drafts? Uh, as as I said, we're you know we're going to be honest here that we are not fully ready to uh, to to dive into this class. We certainly will be ready to do that soon. I'll say though, Josh Downs in that mock draft fell to the uh, top of the second round, two point oh one. If he's available in the second round, even if it's early, I think he's a great. A uh, great target, uh, as is uh, Jalen Hyatt, who went there towards the later part. So, yep. um, yeah, we'll definitely be digging into the entire class um, much more in the coming weeks and coming months. We're uh, looking forward to that. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.